This episode is full of spoilers and contains some not-so-super language. Welcome back to episode number two of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We learned more already. There's like things. there's too much to learn. Yeah. Which is nice. It's weird when a story like progresses, unlike WandaVision, where it was like slow burn, slow burn, slow burn. Holy shit. Right. And it's like this is like, no, nah, dude, we're like a movie. We're just stretched out. Right. We're just gonna we're gonna give it to you more and longer. Exactly. <laughs> and it's wonderful. And now the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, they're together. They're together, and the title of the show makes sense. Exactly. Even though this episode is called The Star Spangled Man. Where we left off last time, there's a new Captain America. It's John Walker. John Walker, played by Wyatt Russell. Kurt Russell's kid. Yep, and very obvious that it's him. The jaw. Yeah. It's like, it's just there. It's like, the the Russell's famous known for jaw acting. <laughs> Jacting. I apologize to the Jacting community out there who studied <laughs> this type of art form. <laughs> we start out. In a high school gym locker room. Yeah. With John of Walker finding his old locker. He's feeling all nostalgic, living all the glory days, like his wife, girlfriend, girl who we met but don't know anything about, says. Yeah. And he's all nervous. He's very, I mean, he's got reason to be nervous. He's about to become Captain America, but he's all nervous that he doesn't deserve this. Right. And that's, that's interesting because it's very it's interesting. The same thing that Sam went through. Exactly. But I like how everyone's just like, his girl's giving him a pep talk, then his buddy Hoskins comes in and gives him a pep talk. Yeah. And he openly says, you can't just punch your way out of these things anymore, which I really like quite yeah. a bit. Yeah. But I appreciate that they're trying to humanize this character because the last time we saw him, Immediately, the world just bad just vibes. Got, just got angry. <laughs> yeah, at this like, imposter. Oh, who is this guy? And it now, didn't feel good. After this scene, I was like, oh, okay. Like maybe. I'm maybe. curious. I'm curious. At the very least, maybe he is deserving. Possibly. Possibly. But then he goes and does a Good Morning America routine with this interviewer. Yep. And he's saying he wants to be the best Captain America that he can be. Right. Which is something. That's something. And she goes through his previous record, and he seems like a. A deserving individual of the title, perhaps. Perhaps. If you're He's got gonna three Medal of Honors. That's right. a lot. If you're going to give it to somebody, I, I guess this is a, a candidate. I suppose if you're going to have to give it to somebody for no reason. Right. You're right. Right. And we'll get there. <laughs> exactly. Bucky's going to show up at this airplane hangar, and he starts confronting Sam, saying, why'd you give it the shield, bro? Yeah. What's, what are you doing? What's the deal with that? You can't just give it away. Sam wants none of this. Sam's got to go on a mission. He's got to stop one of the big three. I love this. The big three is one of like my new favorite things ever. Yeah. Aliens, androids, and wizards. <laughs> it's so good. That's so good. When you break it down, yeah, that's exactly what they always fight. Yeah. And I like how they even said, like, Doctor Strange, he's a sorcerer. That's just a wizard without a hat. Perfect. And I love how amused Sam is that he came up with that. He's, on the spot. Oh, yeah. he's like, I'm so, so proud of how clever I am. Bucky's not quite done with Sam here, so he's going to go on this mission with him. Right. He's concerned that Sam doesn't have a plan. The star-spangled man without a plan. Which is nice. Yeah. I like that quite a bit. But they're going to go to a warehouse outside of Munich, Germany, because that's where they have intel from Red Wing right. that the baddies are hiding. And they're hiding something. We don't know what it is. They're definitely, they're, they have some sort of medication or something that they're trying to take somewhere. Exactly. They sneak in. You get a white wolf reference in there, which is kind of nice yep. because he's like, oh, you're all sneaky now. You spend some time in Wakanda, the white panther. It's white wolf, it's white actually. wolf actually. But 
like how they end up trying to sneak onto this truck because they think there's another hostage on it because right. Red Wing told him so. Red Wing does the little heat signature thing and there's like, oh, there's somebody in the back of that truck. Bucky, not extremely stealthy. No. And how he, he goes to rescue this hostage. Well, this was odd because he goes to the front truck out of these two trucks. Yeah. And the back truck can clearly see that somebody who doesn't belong has now entered this truck. Exactly. And it doesn't seem to care. Nope, just going to keep putting along. Which is amazing to me. Yeah. And it bothered me watching it like, the door is wide open. Right. He's going to see somebody on the back of this truck. They definitely know that there's somebody there now, right? Yeah. They don't care. They don't care. And it's because this hostage is Carly Morgenthau. Yes. Aaron Kellyman. She's very strong. She's extremely strong. And she gives that, she's like, first like she's hiding behind something, looking all innocent. And then she just gives this smile and punches Bucky just clear out the back of the truck and into the front of the, the one behind him. Right. And yeah, she's very strong. And then Falcon shows up and he's going to try fighting too now that Bucky's restrained because there's more of these yeah. stronger than life people showing up. There's eight of them. And there are eight of them. They're fighting them on top of these truck roofs and stuff. And it's awesome it's looking. very cool. I love it. It's so much fun. These folks got super strength. They, they are super soldiers. are super soldiers, which is not one of the big three, but, could but that's be an, not what you want. Could either be an way. addendum. You don't want to face that either way. One super soldier is more than enough. Yeah. Eight that's might as well be an army. Far too many. Yeah. Luckily, they're going to get a little bit of help here from the new Captain America. He's going to swoop in to try to help them out, along with his buddy Hoskins. Who's also wearing some, right. some Bob Hoskins blue and red directly out of Who Framed Roger Rabbit? <laughs> no, this is Lamar Hoskins played by Clay Bennett. A little different, you're right. Slightly different. <laughs> but the four of them are going to fight. Yeah, they're going to fight these eight super soldiers, and it does not go well. No, it which does. Which I not. appreciate too, because you have new Captain America showing up, thinking he's going to save the day, and he ends up getting his ass kicked too. All four of them get their asses kicked big time. Bucky's hanging off the bottom of a truck. Falcon has to swoop in and save him. They're all into a field, and they come to the realization, okay, what the hell are we going up against right now? <laughs> I like the line that that uh, that Falcon delivers here where he's like, this little girl's kicking your ass, Bucky. <laughs> so good. I like the snark. It's a very, very funny show now all yes. of a sudden. Yeah, these two have just the best relationship, and by that I mean the worst relationship. Which makes it very good. Which makes it so much fun. It's funny because like, WandaVision had a really good sense of humor. Yeah. Because it was... All tongue-in-cheek. It was very yuck-yuck. Right. And this here is like, no, this is a relationship that just doesn't work. And yeah. they both know it doesn't work. So they go after each other, and they snipe at each other. But I love it. I absolutely love what they're doing here. It's so much fun. So after they get their asses handed to them by these super soldiers, they're just kind of walking down the street, Sam and Bucky, to wherever they need to go. And a Jeep pulls up with Cap and Hoskins in the back. And, and I they're love like, how they open the door, like, come on, get in. And they just keep walking right They just right keep by. walking right past. It's amazing. <laughs> they're like, hey, it's a 20 mile, it's 20 miles to the next place. You might as well get a ride. Let's let's talk this out. That is pretty reasonable of them to get in. That's pretty reasonable of him to offer this ride. They start talking it out. So while they're talking it out, New Cap is really trying to get them on board. Like, we should work together. The four of us, we yeah. can do this. And they're trying to figure out who this Hoskins guy is, too. They're like, he's like, my name's Lamar Hoskins. He's like, oh, buddy, you dropped down from a helicopter in tactical gear. you got to give me more than that. <laughs> you he's need, like, yeah. well, I'm his, uh, his partner. They call me Battlestar. And I like Battlestar. how right on the spot, Bucky's like, fuck this. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm you can't out. just give yourself a name. <laughs> That's so silly. And I appreciate he recognized how silly. I'm out. Fine. I'm out. Sam still seems willing to hear him out. Yeah, he's going to humor least. them. And John Walker says, like, I need the help doing this. So obviously I'm going to want to have Steve Rogers' old wingman with me. Right. 
To which Sam says, you just had to get the last line in, huh? All right. And he gets off the thing, too, because he's done now, too. It's not unreasonable. It's pretty unreasonable the way that it's getting positioned. That he's looking for a sidekick. That is, he's that's true. He's looking for, like, the not super buddy, if you will. Right. And that's the way he positions it, by calling him just a wingman. Yeah, he needs, <laughs> he needs the um, endorsement of a wingman. Exactly. That, yeah, that's... Uh, that's probably not the way to go about it. This man has been an Avenger now for longer than you've been on the scene. Exactly. <laughs> Elsewhere, the Flag Smashers are going to get shelter. We find out they're wanted. Yeah. Easy enough. Um, they have lots of help, it seems. People, people are, are fighting for their cause. People are willing to help their them. Cause. And I, you know what? I don't think their cause is entirely unreasonable because it seems like the world during the blip that is what they're trying to get back to was working for a lot of people. So, you know, I mean, the bad guys here seem to have... A reason. A reason. As a villain should have. Yeah. It should be a reason that you can kind of understand. It's That's an understandable a solid villain. One. Exactly. Yeah. Bucky says, I know where to find help. Now that we're going against super soldiers, come with me. So naturally, we go to Baltimore, Maryland. Yeah, of course. Where else would you go? <laughs> it's the first place I thought of. I went, boy, I hope they go to Baltimore. It's definitely going to be Baltimore. <laughs> they knock on the door of this man named Isaiah's house. Yes. His, I'm going to say grandson or whoever. So yes. Says, eh, grandson is no probably more, a good or whatever. guess. He says, go tell him that the guy from the bar in Guanyang is here to see him. He'll know what that means. And he knows exactly what that means because they go in. And it turns out Isaiah and Bucky knew each other from Korea. Yeah. Not in a friendly way either. No. This was when Bucky was Hydra because apparently whoever Isaiah was working with, I'm assuming like the army, some sort of special troop or whatever yeah. it is, whoever they sent after the Winter Soldier never came back. Until Isaiah kicked his ass. Right. Like, ripped off half his arm. He's like, I don't know let you because I want to see if you got the arm back, <laughs> which is awesome. <laughs> and I want to see if you were here to kill me. Exactly. And he says, I don't kill anymore. And I love how Isaiah instantly calls him out and says, you don't just get to wake up in the morning and decide who you want to be. Yeah. That's... That is heavy. Very heavy. I like and, how we're really fighting with identities, though. Yeah. Which is amazing. That line affects Sam. You see it on his face like, oh, damn. Well, it lands really hard. And then what lands even harder with Sam is Isaiah says, you got to get the hell out of here. Because Bucky asks about super serum and testing. And it turns out that Isaiah went to prison because he had super serum mm-hmm. back in the day. And they wanted to ins- experiment on him. So Sam's not happy with this. No, Sam is very upset. Because there was a black superhero, black super serum soldier back yeah. in the day, and no one ever found out about it. Yeah, it was very secret. Not even Cap knew about it. Because Bucky would not tell Cap about this. Right. So naturally, since it's Baltimore, the cops are going to show up. <laughs> and right away, they start questioning, like, hey, everything okay here, guys? And they're just like, we're having a, a conversation in the street. That's all it is. Show yeah. me your ID. One of the cops is like, that's fucking Sam Wilson. <laughs> Don't yeah, you know the cops, that? The cops are very aggressive with Sam. They are. In particular. And uh, it's not until one of the cops tells the other one, like, hey, that's the Falcon. He was like, oh, okay. Nope. Sorry about this, guys. And then they turn out arresting Bucky because he has right. missed his court-appointed therapy for his presidential pardon that Just I guess like, he got. The same thing as not checking in with your PO. So Can't do that. You are under arrest. Bucky Barnes. Right. But Sam's going to go get him out along with the help of Dr. Rayner, the therapist from earlier. Yeah, but they're not the ones who get him out. Deeper help, unfortunately, (laughs) unfolds. It is John Walker that got him out. John Walker that pulls the strings. But since they're all there, Dr. Rayner is going to call in both Bucky and Sam for an immediate, let's call it what it is. It's couples counseling. It is couples counseling. That's exactly (laughs) what this is. 
And the two of them are, are just not interested in, in talking while the other one's present. Sam has, has no idea why he's even there. But she's going to make them talk it out. She makes them face each other and get real close. Like, <laughs> they have to like intertangle their legs to make it work. I love that gag quite and then, a bit. You know, look into each other's eyes and then they have a staring contest. Naturally. Because, of course. And then finally, Bucky comes out with, why did you give back the shield? Steve believed in you and you just gave it up. And if he's wrong about you, that means he's wrong about me. I love that that's the demon that Bucky's facing. Yeah. Which is absolutely amazing. It's, it's like he's oh. on his own path. Yeah. To kind of redemption right. within himself. And he ties it directly to someone who Steve found that was worthy for this giant, iconic shield. Like yeah. this symbol of everything that is right. And he's the one who gave it up. Now he's questioning, like, I mean, Steve couldn't have been wrong about you. He couldn't. It was Steve. Right. And it's making him question whether he's worthy of this pardon and the the support that he's had. And Right. Yeah. Sam has had enough. He doesn't want to be questioned about this anymore. So he says, we're going to work together. And when we're done, that's it. We're done. Fine. Nice, easy agreement there. Yeah. In the parking lot, John Walker calls him over and says, hey, it makes sense if the four of us work together. We're better together than we are apart because there's four of us and it's going to take all of us to take down whatever this enemy is. Sam and Bucky want no part of working with this guy. Well, they say you're the government. Right. And, and we're kind of free, and we're free agents. agents. We kind of get to operate however we want. Right. So so us teaming with you kind of limits us, and that's not really going to work for us. Right. And then in a very quick about face, which I think John Walker was hiding the entire time, he says, well, if you're not with me, you're against me. That is basically exactly what he says. And I think that John Walker has been hiding that this whole episode already. He already put himself yeah. on a pedestal a few times, and whenever when he calls him over to the police car that he's like, leaned up against, he honks, and it's one of those, like, yoo-hoo, boys, come yeah, here, like, type uh, things. Oh, Cap wants you. Yeah. So I think that he very much has himself on a pedestal already. That suit's gotten the better of him, that shield's gotten the better I think I think that's probably true. He started off the episode very uneasy and unsure, but I think he's gotten, his ego has inflated already to well, the point where he is. Well, his face is on... on Billboards, everywhere. And posters, it's yeah. everywhere. So he's already got this this ego that is going to be trouble. I think absolutely. The flag smashers are going to have to get out of their hideout pretty quickly. Yeah, they say there's somebody coming after them, and I believe one of the one of them says the word power broker. Yes. So that that'll be interesting to pay attention to. It sounds like there's another secret villain out there somewhere. As it seems like there always, always is. is Maybe now. it's Mephisto. Oh, that joke is already tired. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even have like the red on the arm anymore. He's got like a bumblebee arm, I feel like. A bumblebee arm? Yeah, it's got like it's black and it has a little yellow to it now. Unless that was just reflections, but the metal arm. Oh, that's his Wakanda arm. Yeah. Yeah. His Wakanda arm has always been black and gold. Yeah. So it's it's not red anymore. Right. It doesn't work with Mephisto. No. Rule that one out. So these flag smashers gotta get away. Yes. So they're going to jump on this plane and get away, and one of them's going to stay back, and he's going to, I don't know what. Sacrifice himself <laughs> so they have more time. He does this weird charge where it looks like he's new Flash, Ezra Miller <laughs> running. This guy looks like he's never run in his life. Nope. He, this is going to be the first time and, and the last time. I can imagine them going up to the actor saying, like, you're going to have to run. What? these guys. And he goes, what's that? Running. <laughs> can you describe this running? Because <laughs> I've never done this before, and you can tell by the way that I've done it in this episode here it's weird <laughs> it's it's a weird looking run and he gets gunned down pretty quickly and yeah. he just is there now and the plane takes off carly morgenthau's not happy she lost one of her soldiers right but they get away with whatever it is that they're carrying exactly and the power broker's men are upset 
and they're not happy about this. And then Bucky and Sam are walking along, and Bucky says, John Walker's got no info. He's got no leads. We got no info. Got no leads. But I know someone who does. We got to go to Hydra. Yeah. And I like how Sam is only a tiny bit reluctant. He's not even like, we shouldn't do that, man. It's Hydra. (laughs) He's just like, yeah, "Uh, you're you're probably right. Are you sure you want to sit in a room with him and talk to him? Yeah, I'm sure. (laughs) All right, let's go to Zemo. And then we get to see Baron Zemo for the first time since Civil War. Yeah. So I like that quite a bit. That's pretty neat. And that's where we're going to end this one. Yeah. There's a lot going on. There's a ton going on. And there's a lot going on in subtlety and Easter eggs happening here in this episode. Where do you want to start with that? Isaiah Bradley. Yeah, that's a pretty important one to start (laughs) out with. (laughs) He was an actual black Captain America from the 50s. He sure was. And I like how there is this undertone of race. Yes. How... I said it even last week how Sam gave up the shield in the comics in the 80s because he didn't think the world was ready for a black Captain America. Right. And this is, again, proof of it, which is wild. Yeah, because they they just threw Bradley into prison and experimented on him after, I presume, it was the government that gave him the super soldier serum. Without a doubt. So, but I'm more, I'm actually very interested in the, the young man, presumably his grandson, that answers the door at his house. Why? Well, with the uh, introduction of of Tommy and Billy and soon Kate, uh huh. <laughs> there's a good chance that this is Eli Bradley. There's a very, very <laughs> good and likely chance. So I'm sure we haven't seen the last of Isaiah and his grandson, which is terrific. I love it. What do you think is going on right now? It is kind of straightforward. But it it's is not even close. But it's because not. It's a spy thriller. Right. And that's the way it's set up. And that's Absolutely. That's the way it was designed to be. And we all knew this is what it was going to be yeah. going a into it. Buddy cop spy thriller. Exactly. So yeah. what do you think is actually going on here? I think the Flag Smashers have found more super soldier serum. And that's what they're moving right now. Do you think they're creating an army of super soldiers? Do you think that's like their ultimate plan? Possibly. But then what does that do bringing the world back to during the blip? Like they want to do. I don't know. That's a good question. I think they're probably, hmm. The world has a lot of symbols that I think they need to get rid of, like a Captain America, like like some, like some, a Red Guardian that we haven't actually been introduced to yet. But, no, but he's but got a symbol too. We were supposed to have been by right, now. Right, right. <laughs> um, I don't know if, if Super Soldiers is their, their end game here, but <laughs> pardon the pun. Interesting word to use. <laughs> <laughs> But it's definitely a tactic that they're using. And I think that's where the power broker comes in because the power broker in comic history is responsible for a lot of super soldiers. Yes, he is. So I don't know. I don't know. I feel like we're along for a ride right now. I think so, too. I mean, we have four episodes to go. Right. Like we're only one third through this thing. Yeah. And I love the way that it's established. This is so good. And it's so different. It's so different. I love it so much. It's a lot of fun. Do you have any theories? I don't. And that's kind of the weird thing because it is pretty straightforward and yeah. they are keeping so much just under their hat. Yeah. Like they're not even hinting at a lot of things that are probably still to come. Right. And we still don't know anything about Steve Rogers. That's true. Which is wild to me that you would figure that they would have gone to Steve at some point. Like, how do you feel about a new Captain America? How do you feel yeah. about someone using this? I have a theory about where Steve is too. Do you think he's in the past? No, I don't. Okay. I that's think... where my head instantly goes with that, but that's because I'm a fanboy. I think that opening scene when we see, in the first episode, when we see Sam ironing his clothes, I think he's ironing a funeral, his funeral attire 
for Cap's funeral. Okay. That is interesting. That's my theory, and I think we'll probably flash back to that at some point. It's something. But, I mean, other than that, there's nothing there's to go not on. There's not much to go so, off of anywhere. Who knows where Cap is? You got me. And, I mean, even knowing what characters are still rumored to appear, it doesn't lead us anywhere. Nope. I think that this is very cool storytelling. It is. I agree. With WandaVision, it was very theory-heavy. Yes. And that was the way the show was designed. Yes. With this, though, you're along for the ride. Yeah. I'm very excited but to see where they go. You just you have no idea where it's going to go because they're just not going to even hint at stuff, which is terrific. Yeah. Makes very surprising TV. It really does. Great. You got anything else? I got nothing else. Fantastic, man. Next week's going to be episode number three of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We'll see you then. Thank you.